Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. I am Joseph M. Smith, the host of Tech Niche Tips podcast, where we help people break into tech, not just to get in there, but to also scale from there. Every week, I'll be having new episodes where I either talk from my own personal experiences or I share with my friends and people that I met along the way that have great tips and tricks, not only, again, to help you land a job in tech, but to help you scale from there. Join me on the Tech Niche Tips podcast. Until next time, I hope to see you on the other side. Stay tuned for more. Okay, welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the homework show with my favorite co-host, Charlene. Hi, Charlene. How you doing? I'm good, Joy. You know, I've been always waiting for this day to come for us to have a talk today. We've been having some really juicy topics lately, haven't we? Yeah, I love who we're bringing on. It's It's a combination of really rich, deep insights and also you know, lighthearted, like moments, how to get through the day, how to get through our jobs. I love it. Yeah. And Joy, I got to tell you, though, um, going back a couple of shows where you talked about feng shui and moving the energy in your house, right? Um, I'm I'm more aware of that now. I am moving stuff around. Yeah. Since now that we're moving into the spring and heading to the summer, I'm starting to move things around again. Oh, well, that's a perfect tie-in to our guest today. We've got Diane Davenport, and we brought Diane in to talk about moving ourselves around. (laughs) And that's so interesting because it's like, you know, feng shui is moving things around. And our topic today is like exercise, movement, keeping ourselves moving and how that benefits us. And it's the same thing when we move ourselves, it's like moving the energy around. So welcome, Diane. Hey, thanks for having me. Hi, Joy. Hi, Charlene. Hi, Diane. So glad you're with us. Diane is my longtime friend, and she's in the Baltimore area. She's a marketing specialist at T. Rowe Price, and she's working and getting a degree on the side. So she's super busy um, all day, every day. And um, she is always also never lacking on fitting in exercise. Like Diane is my one friend who is like, do you want to hang out and do something active? And I'm like, no, can we do something on the couch? (laughs) And she's like, let's go skiing. Let's go rollerblading. Let's go biking. Let's go running. Let's go have a work, a triathlon. And I'm like, no, I'm not that friend for that. (laughs) Um, But I love that about Diane and she's got a rescue dog, Elvis, who is also part of her component of being active and getting outside. And that's really important for, you know, our overall well-being and our health and um, in a bunch of different ways. So I wanted to bring Diane on because she's a workout queen, but also during the pandemic, she was one who got a Peloton as part of the Peloton craze. All right. And I set did, up a home gym. <laughs> yeah. So I want to talk about all these things about that, about, um, first of all, just dialing back a little bit, thinking about the pandemic itself and 
thinking about, you know, some people did start setting up home gyms as part of like their mental health, you know, self-care because we were trapped inside. And so I'm curious about that from your perspective, Diane, like, do you think about exercise as a component of mental health? Yes, for me, absolutely. I think that um, I definitely notice it when I don't work out. I think that I'm a person who needs to move, needs to do something, and it's it like gets my thoughts out. It's you know, we've talked about this before. You know, should you get acupuncture? And it's like maybe I should just go for a run, or maybe I should do mm-hmm. you know something because that's what really gets me my my head right. I think I think it really really does help me a lot. I you know I it's it's cathartic and it's like you think about all these things, but then you also sometimes just zone out and don't think about anything. Like I need to step or I need to lift or I need to do something. So it's like clearing mm-hmm. that space. It's almost like a form of meditation through movement, if you will. I love that. Cause I see people, you know, coming in and they've got the, all this pent up anxiety or even depression or even frustration and anger. And I'm like, can you go sweat? Can you go just sweat it out, you know, just move it out. It doesn't matter if it's cute or not dancing, running. Yeah. I've cried. I've actually like cried (laughs) while doing some form of workout, like thinking things and like, whether it was yoga or on the bike more than once. And I do, I think that that is a form of, of just getting my head right for sure. So tell us, how did you start down this path? You know, I, Joy says I always work out and I, I do work out a lot, but I haven't always, I've, I've always been sporty, but I haven't, um, I don't always take myself super serious. Like when I've been on team sports, I'm like doing cartwheels in the outfield or like doing different things like that. Um, but I don't even know, I would say, you know, right after high school, shortly after high school, I started doing, um, a lifting class and started running a little bit on my own. And when I first started running, I wasn't good at it. Like I started running and I'd be like, I'm going to run to that sign or I'm going to do on the treadmill. I'm going to walk five minutes. I'm going to run five minutes and I'm going to do an incline for five minutes, like just to have some kind of intervals. Um, because I couldn't do it. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't run three miles. Like right now I could run three miles, no problem, but I wasn't always like that, you know? And I, I tell people, I feel like it's hard to get to the point where you can, um, you know, run consistently for three miles or whatever. But like, I feel like once you get to that point, the three mile point, it's, it makes it a lot easier. Like, oh, I did three miles. I can do more or, and you don't have to do more, you know, it's, it's not required, but that's sort of how I, I started. Nice. And during, and then you've only escalated from there during the pandemic, you got a Peloton. And I've known a lot of patients who've gotten a Peloton bike and, you know, I'm curious, is it still happening? Is the Peloton craze still happening? Are people still using it? Are they still liking it? Yeah. I mean, people are definitely still using it, still liking it. I think Peloton's gotten a lot of good press, a lot of bad press lately too. Um, you know, there, I, I can't remember the number, but their um, sales went up like 90 some percent in the year. Um, so people are still buying them and there's like long wait times. And I think they've invested money into trying to help those supply chains. But also now that summer's coming, I think that more people are getting outside. You know, I think that when the pandemic first happened, 
people were like, oh my gosh, I'm trapped in the house and it's cold and like, oh, like, I need some kind of thing to do, you know? So fortunately for me, I did have to wait a little bit to get my Peloton, but you know, I think the wait was worth it. And um, I do think it's still happening right now. And there, there's also a lot of competition with Peloton too, right? It's not just Peloton. There's mm-hmm. other bikes. There's kind of like, you know, people are doing like the, the cheaper bike and still using the Peloton app. So I don't think you have to mm-hmm. do the full on Peloton, like buy the bike, all of that stuff. I mean, for me, I knew if I didn't, I would be like, I want that. <laughs> so I, I, that's what I did. But I think that there are other ways to do it. But I think that it is still a craze. Yeah. And and Peloton is not one of our sponsors yet. So, <laughs> so we, we're giving them free advertisement. But Peloton, you can uh, be one of our sponsors. We're, we're not ashamed to put a plug out for that. Yeah. But there's also this whole world of virtual exercise that people have really picked up on more than ever before, you know, whether it was YouTube or I know personal trainers are doing virtual sessions now, which is wild to me, you know, and, and, um, and you both Charlene and Diane set up home gyms or you like dedicated a little area that is just for that instead of just having weights in the middle of the living room like we do <laughs> to hold the rug down. <laughs> Diane, tell us about your home gym. Where is it? What did you do? Yes. So I have a home gym. I do. And I will have to give some credit to my husband because he's the one who actually um, did it or built it for me. Um, but he also uses it as well. So we both kind of needed it. Um, and I, I would say, you know, we spent a little bit of money. Obviously we got a Peloton. Um, we had some weights before and right at the start of the pandemic, we were able to get like a huge weight system Smith machine from someone from for free, like right before kind of everything went crazy. Um, so that was a huge for us, you know, just to have something where everything shut down. Um, and we went to Tractor Supply and got some of those horse mats. They're thick rubber mats, and there's different sizes of them, but we got these huge ones. They're like 100 pounds each. So we laid that in the floor on their basement, and we're fortunate to have a basement that we've been renovating our house, and it's really like a blank canvas because it is, you know, cellar walls. It's nothing spectacular down there, <laughs> but it does have fitness equipment and weights and, you know, just slowly gathering things where we could and trying to find weights or just different things that weren't like breaking a bank. Like, you know, if I saw something that was a good deal, we would just grab it and buy it. Um, so we did invest the money in it, into it, but I, I don't think that you necessarily need to invest a lot of money to do a home gym. You know, you, there are things that you can buy like a jump rope, or there are several things like you were mentioning the YouTube content, there's free content out there. Even before the pandemic, I had a yoga app. You know, you can look on your phone and just look at different apps like free exercise, free yoga. Like some of them might have a little subscription fee, but there are there is a lot of free content out there too. So I, I don't think you know you necessarily have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars to find something to use to work out. Yeah, and by the time we decided to do it, it was a little bit too late when everybody was like getting really anxious about working, you know, needing to work out. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't find the weights, right? Because they were, they were back ordered. We couldn't find gym equipment at all. And so 
we were out shopping we were at, at a big box store and we found the now I wish I would have got talked to you before I bought it, but we got the rubber mat, right? Just to get us started, just to put yeah. it, because we have a concrete basement floor. So mm-hmm. it needed a little bit more cushion. Um, you know, we had yoga mats. It's funny how much stuff you you have, but you don't use. I had yoga mats that I haven't been <laughs> using. I had the bands that I, you know, oh, I got to have bands. I was like, I wasn't using those, to be honest. It was like, okay, let me commandeer some space downstairs in, in, the, in the laundry room, right? A little corner. And I just really set it up. I had a, one of those medicine balls, you know, and I said, okay, let me do that. And then my husband has a best, one of his best friends who's a personal trainer and Years ago, he stopped using the gym with clients. He started using your own body weight and resistant bands. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we worked out with him. He gave us some, and he works outdoors. He's not one to be indoors. So that was a, a kicker for us to go get fresh air. But just using the, those pieces of equipment, bands, the medicine ball, the yoga mat, the free, like you said, all the YouTube content, like, mm, what's what I want to do today? Um, and having variety, because I think that's that's one of the things that I need in terms of keeping me engaged is variety of workouts. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I I, I like some variety myself too. Like I don't just want to do the same thing. And I I also had some previous exercise equipment because my husband and I are both a little sporty, and we are both collectors of things. <laughs> So any sport, we're like, oh, we've got that downstairs. Yeah, sure. So I could, I see where you're you're coming from there. But. And I, I want to ask you about Charlene. You mentioned this personal trainer. I think you were doing boot camp at like four thirty a.m. or something, right? Like you guys got on this kick, and I would see you, and I'd see your pulses, and I was like, Are you sleeping? Are you tired? She's like, Well, I'm getting up in the dark <laughs> to work out. I was like, What about what is the right time for you to do an exercise rather than it's convenient or you got to go with your husband or you oh know? Oh my gosh, I was just trying to be, you know, oh, okay, let's do this together. Let's be, you know, each other's support. But he and the personal trainer are early birds. They were like meeting at the park at 4.30. Oh, I call it old dark 30. I was just dragging myself to do the workout, going back to bed, trying to wake up. So when Joy was like, what's going on here? Are you getting any sleep? And I'm like, well, it's a little off because of my workout schedule. Well, what time are you doing it? I said, oh, dark 30, like. 4 30 in the morning and i said but i can't tell my husband because you know you know we're, we're doing this together right <laughs> that this time is not working for me <laughs> joy's like tell your husband this time is not working for you I'm like okay <laughs> and i just started working out on my own so the compromise was hey you guys work out together you bring the routine back to me i'll do it at seven o'clock in the morning right in the park when <laughs> I normally get up and um, we'll be on we'll, how many days a week we're going to do this. I'll do it on the same days of the week. Right. Just to just so that he didn't think that because I, I started. I don't know about see, Diane, I, I, you're, you're my you're my hero because I start and stop. You know, it's like the start, stop, start, stop, start, you know, start it up again, yeah. working out. Right. And so how do you, I, I guess I, you know, I have uh, a question about 
embedding. How did you, you, when I, when Joy told me about you coming on the show, I said, wow, she has embedded movement. I, I don't want to call it exercise because if I, that word right there is like diet to me. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. deprivation, mm-hmm. right? But you said you use the word consciously movement. You're sporty, you know. Hey, this is Rosenny Fenton from the Treat Yourself Like a Toddler podcast. And I want to remind you to make sure you stop in every other Friday as we explore how you can treat yourself like a toddler. Now streaming on all podcast platforms. See you then. Now back to the homework. Yeah, I think, um, so I think that the sportiness helps for me because some people, I don't mean to like toot my horn or whatever, but some people are not super sporty or athletic, like different movement sports, things come to me easily, easily. Like I can just rollerblade. I can just ice skate. (laughs) Like I, I can do those things. And some people maybe cannot, you know, it might be harder for them to just do something like that. But, you know, you mentioned the 4.30 AM. I think that that is also a big part of my kind of movement success doing this from home. Um, I've always had a gym membership for, I don't even know, the past, you know, 10, 15 years. And I go through spurts of using it and not using it. Like I am pretty on most of the time. I've had injuries, things like that. But I think, you know, a big part of that is also like, oh, I'm going to take this class. The class is at 11. Oh, it's it's 10 o'clock right now. Hmm, I have an hour. What can I do in an hour? You know, and then you're like 11 comes and you're like, oh, it's not a good time right now. I think that that's a big part of it too. Or like I am, Joy knows that I'm late always. So I'm the person that shows up for the class like five minutes late. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to get on and do this or whatever, you know? So I think doing it from home and doing it on my own time, like I will be the person who it's 1130 at night and I'm like, I'm going to get a class in or I'm going to do something right now because that's what I feel like doing right now. You know what I mean? It's not like it's doing it when you can do it, when you want to do it, rather than like forcing yourself to do it at a 4.30 a.m. That sounds terrible. <laughs> you know, it's going with, I think going with your body and doing, moving when you can and when you want to, um, when it's best for you is, is um, a kind of a key for success for me, you know. I think something that was important for you, Diane, too, is um, – some people need a buddy to go work out with. And I know sometimes I don't want to go by myself unless I, I feel fine, unless it's daylight out or whatever, you know. And you, um, before it was like your husband was around or who was around to go hang out. And then you got a dog. So you always had an excuse to go out, you know, to go out tromping around, hiking, just go for a walk a few times a day. So I'm not saying, you know, that's why you got Elvis, but it's a big Elvis is a (laughs) huge like part of like, you needed that a reason to like get outside. Yeah. I think that um, getting a dog and, you know, not, everyone has everyone who has a dog doesn't like walk them or do that but that's like a big thing for me that I feel like it's important for him it's important for me and it is true it's like part of why I got a big dog was like I wanted some I wanted a dog that I could go running or go out and do whatever I wanted to if I wanted to at 4 30 in the morning or if I want to like late at night I can take him and feel a little more comfortable getting out and doing that and he's 
that constant motivator when I get up in the morning, he's like, Hey, what are we doing? Are we going for a walk? Like what's going on? Let's go play outside. Let's my neighbors. I think I'm crazy. Cause I will be out in the yard, like running around with him, like doing kind of like calisthenics, if you will, sprinting back and forth with him. And they're probably like, there she is again. The crazy girl with the dog. It's like, <laughs> um, the dog personal trainer. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, I do think that that was a big, um, helpful motivator for me to, to keep moving and to stay active too. Yeah. And to your point, Charlene and, and Diane saying that there's times there's like seasons in life or seasons in a year that you just don't. And I think that, um, there's compassion to be had for those times. You know what I mean? Because, Somebody might not have the motivation or the equipment or the know-how or the time or they're in a transition or something and not beating yourself up about that, I think is really helpful. Like thinking about it in terms of variety, like this is part of my variety is not moving. <laughs> and yeah. then I'm going to bring back in some variety, some, some other way, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, Diane knows I and Charlene, I think your daughter just got roller skates. I just got roller skates too. I'm not a roller skater. <laughs> Last time I did this, I was in junior high, maybe, and, and that was a disaster. And but for some reason, it felt like variety, like some kind of movement. I needed to switch right. something up physically. Uh -huh. And it was just a new and I was like, it's okay if I don't become a professional roller skater or if I don't use them more than two times. Like I'm gonna get the cheapest pair I could that's safe. Um, I'm going to get pads. So if I fall over, I'm okay as a 42 year old woman. <laughs> and, but it was like a fresh burst of like, it's okay to not have to commit to it, like as a full on routine, you know? It's funny you say that because I bought a basketball because I said, you did? Yeah, maybe, yeah, because I said, maybe I, maybe I just want to go just throw some hoops up, right? And then I bought some tennis rackets and balls um, so I can just hit some balls. Because I said, okay, Charlene, you got to just shake it up. Just do something different. And, but guess what? I, I never put the tennis rackets in my car. So <laughs> I haven't used them yet. They're still in the plastic. And I was like, oh, that's not helpful if you got to just keep them in the plastic, Charlene. Uh, but the basketball is something that I really enjoy because I, uh, in high no junior high, I played basketball and it got me back in touch with my youth. Right. Something that I love too. Wow. Wow. It is really interesting to, I find that's really interesting to feel my adult body doing these moves that I remember. It's like, I had this, you know, middle school memory of like being in my body at that time, which is like, life as a middle schooler, junior higher, it's terrible. You know what I mean? Like physically, emotionally, it's just an awkward time. And so now having decades to, to be more comfortable in my body and like, I love the aging process because you really get to know what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And so it it's such a, um, there's less fear or there's more comfort with the fear of trying something new, you know, and switching it up just for interest sake, you know? Yeah. I like the switching up. It's there's a there's a commercial and I'm not going to say the name of the company, but the little girl put a hopscotch 
in front of her house and, and it was cute watching all the adults trying to do the hops, you know, hopscotching. And I thought it reminds me that some, one element that we need to think about taking forward and carrying forward is this whole notion of play, whole notion of movement, whole notion of really just letting our bodies express the adrenaline, you know, get the adrenaline rush, the, the endorphins going. Because I do have a dog, Diane, that beckons me to get up in the morning and take her out, right? Um, and if the walk is not long enough, she'll stop like, okay, you shorted, you shorted me this morning. Let's keep moving, right? And so having some kind of motivation, right, that's outside of ourselves to really stay outdoors. And now that mask, you know, um, restrictions are being lifted. Uh, it did feel good to just walk in the park without my mask on this morning. Yeah. Yeah. And as it's getting hotter, doesn't that feel good to not be so hot under a mask? And people are thinking about new ways of getting out too. I know some people who are going back to the gym for the first time, you know, and mm -hmm. that's switching it up too. That's going to be interesting, especially socially to see other people and be working out with other people. Yeah. Something, something that you guys mentioned, I think I'm bouncing back to a topic, but something you mentioned about the accountability buddies, you know, and having a dog and, and some people are motivated by having a friend that they can work out with. that can constantly do stuff. But I also, you know, I feel like sometimes I want to caution about doing that because if your friend is not a good motivator, <laughs> if your friend is the one who's always like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then that's your reason to be like, well, I don't want to do it. You know, I feel like some, sometimes I, I try to be accountable for myself too. And that's why it's good to have a dog because they're the best motivators. <laughs> they don't, they're always like, yeah, let's do it. You know, where the friend is like, mm, let's go eat lunch and have drinks instead. <laughs> right. <laughs> there was an article I read years ago about uh, in the workplace, are your coworkers making you fat? And it talked about, you know, the group eating, like, so, you know, three o'clock snack hour. Um, oh. Hey, you want to go run and get something to eat? Well, you know, you don't want anything, but you're like, sure, sure. Mm -hmm. So you're having snacks together. But it was very interesting around that, um, that whole notion of group think, right? Group mm -hmm. eating, group motivation. Um, it's good. In, but you're right, Diane. I think the key is finding our own internal motivation and really what it, it is that will, that will help us just to, I like your word, movement. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I also think, um, you know, something that Joy mentioned earlier just sprung this in my head about self-talk and kind of how we're talking to ourselves. I think that I've um, made some improvements in my self-talk, whereas, you know, when I was younger, in my 20s, I literally used to have a sign at my work desk that was like, put down the cookie chubby or like that kind of thing. Or like when I was working out, I'd be like, come on, you know, like kind of like talking to myself in a mean way. And now I'm like, okay, that's not the best. Like maybe instead of that, you should be like, you know, work out because you're able to, or like, you know, moving is a privilege. Movement, being able to do this is like, not everyone can do this. So you should be, you know, take that and use that to be like, wow, I get to do this today. Wow, I woke up and I'm able to walk. You know? So mm -hmm. I think that that's kind of um, been a helpful way of thinking about things also for me. Oh, I love it. Wow. Love and there's so much variety also in terms of like what works for different people, you know, like yoga or just stretching is enough for one person. And, and for some people it's, you know, martial arts and mm -hmm. 
combat karate. <laughs> it's a, yeah. such a wide range of what works. And especially like for that mental space, you know, like what actually gets your thoughts out or your head clear or moving that energy, you know? Yeah. And I, I think, that, you know, picking something that works for you and what you like to do is helpful. Cause sometimes even when I'm doing a certain workout and I'm like really pushing myself, I'm like, Oh, this is miserable, you know, but you want to work through that. But then sometimes I don't want to work that hard and then that's okay. You know, like, Hey, I'm here. I made it. I'm doing this. Like, you know, I, I don't need to like kill myself every time or, <laughs> and then it, mm -hmm. I feel like if you're doing that and pushing yourself all the time like that, you're going to be like, oh, I don't want to do that. You know, I, that's, mm -hmm. that hurts. <laughs> like, <laughs> Thank you for yeah. saying that. Thank you for saying that, Diane, because I was doing, I was trying to Pilates and I was mm -hmm. like, I don't like this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing these, these women who don't have any gut with, you know, doing it. And I was just like getting demotivated because I was like, my stomach is shaking. I'm like, I'm not there yet. And I was going to stop working out. But you know what I did? Because Joy always tells us to find the gratitude. And I said, well, you know what, Charlene, stick with it. Do it at your own pace. You're working on your core. That's your center. You know, I started talking to myself more like not judging them for being able to do it. And then she was like, go mm -hmm. fast. I was like, slow it down. Right. <laughs> and, and I said, okay, st stay in your lane, stay in your lane with this and don't judge whether you like it by just doing it one time. So that whole self-talk piece is it can serve as a motivator or as an excuse to get, take us out from doing something that we really should do. Because I remember this commercial that says a body emotion stays in motion, a body at rest stays at rest. And it was a for some kind of product. But the, the words was like, okay, Charlene, if you don't walk, you don't stay in motion, you atrophy, mm -hmm. right? Do you really want that as you, you know, gracefully, become more of a seasoned person in life. <laughs> and, and that's the worst bill of health, fear, conversation when a doctor, you know, when you're in the appointment with the doctor and they're like, here's your cholesterol, here's your heart stuff, here's your whatever, you got to lose weight. That is like the, you know, people don't go to the doctor because they're scared of hearing that or they don't want to have that conversation because it's like, yeah, I know that. Like, don't, don't, you don't have to tell me that, you know what I mean? So there's a version of finding movement that is empowering. It's like, no, don't tell me what kind or that I need to lose weight. It's like, that's not helpful. It's like, how can I find the way of moving in the world that expresses myself, that feels good, that doesn't feel like just because you're supposed to, you know? Yeah. So Diane, if, if you could leave three things with our listeners as takeaways that will help them to find their joy in movement, what would they be? I would have to say, um, you know, everyone always says it, but it, it's true. It's doing something that you like to do, right? Or and and there might be it might be work right because like you said about yoga or something like that like you may start it and it might be hard at first but if you like that kind of thing keep doing it or like if you like to dance do it you know what I mean like any kind of movement like that that you're celebrating or happy 
Um, I think that you should go with what your body likes and what you like, right? Um, another thing. Wait, can you repeat the question again? <laughs> yeah. I think one of the takeaways just listening to you in terms of finding the joy is one, you said accountability and that accountability could be internal accountability or a dog or. Yeah. I think, um, you know, finding what you like, the accountability, um, and don't, and don't be too hard on yourself. I think that's a big thing. Like don't beat yourself up about it. If you know, today you don't feel like working out, or you don't feel like doing something, take that rest day, allow yourself to, you know, veg out on the TV and have some snacks. But I will say that I feel like sometimes you have to be careful because if you fall off that wagon and if it gets too far down the road, it's hard to get back on it. <laughs> so, it's hard. so just make sure you yeah. like run it alongside the wagon, you know? <laughs> I'll push you that wagon. Yeah. And then too, and, and, and if people want to do a home gym, right, if they want to, you know, create that environment in their house, they, there's ways that we just talked about that they could do it inexpensively, start small. I think now that supply chains are opening up, you may be able to get some weights faster than six to eight weeks that they were quoting back at the height of the pandemic when um, that's Diane's style is I think for Valentine's Day, she got weights from her husband. <laughs> I did. And you know what? And I, I do, I do work out a lot too, but I have had, you know, ebbs and flows. Like my, my weight goes up and down. Like I look at pictures and I'm like, oh my gosh. Or like, oh wow. That was, why didn't anybody tell me? Like, you know, but no one tells you because if they tell you, you're going to be like, listen, leave me alone. Um, <laughs> so I, yeah, I, yeah, it's hard. I you know, that. it's hard. You just got to do your best. I think we all just have to do our best. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's my, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's a great point to end on because guess what? This is not a, it's not competition, right? It's about us doing what's best for our bodies. Our bodies, as Joy tells us all the time, sends us signals and messages. Um, and I think you can crave a certain type of workout, right? That your body may say, I need some more cardio, Charlene. And you may, and, and may, I may want to start looking at things that are more cardio driven, or you know what, you need to, you need to relax. And I'll start looking at, you know, yoga. So listen, listen to your body as Joy always tells us, because it's always giving us signals. Yeah, I think that's, that's an important thing too, just giving yourself balance. And I, I think sometimes I have to like insert a little balance in there sometimes because I'm more drawn to certain things and I'll be like, all right, you need to add a little bit of this in there, a little bit of weightlifting, a little bit of something because you're always, you're always doing this, but you're doing too much cardio. Like, so I agree with that too. It's just checking yourself and being like, am I balanced here? You know? Yeah. Nice. Well. I tell you, I feel very spirited after talking to you to go out here and take another walk, even though I did one this morning. And I got a new word, Joy. If you ever hear me say exercise, Charlene, reframe, movement. movement. <laughs> I'm going to say, where's the joy in your movement, Charlene? Where's the that joy was your question. Going to bring it back to you. Oh, love it. Kudos to all you old Dark 30 workout fans. I won't yeah. be seeing you, but going to get it in, going to get it in. 
Love this it. Well, thanks great. so much for joining us, Diane. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was very nice chatting about this. You know, I'm not an exercise professional, and so I just want to make that clear, but just a regular person. <laughs> nice. You know, even so, you know, it, it shows that somebody who has commitment, dedication, enjoys what they do, can have an impact, and that's why we wanted to have you on the show, because we want everybody mm -hmm. to feel like, you don't have to be a workout professional to get your body moving. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's the takeaway. Get moving, listeners, in any way. And send us some pictures, too, of you moving on our Instagram page. At the and with your, at the homework pod. And uh, I want to see a photo, a photo of you, Charlene, with the basketball. Okay. <laughs> and a tennis racket, right? Tennis racket. I can pose once I get it in my trunk. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Send us your questions at thehomeworkpod at gmail.com. Check us out on Instagram at thehomeworkpod. You can find me at joy-andrews.com. And Charlene, where can they find you? You can find me at pushplaycoaching.com. And we look forward to seeing you on the next homework show. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.